0: Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out of key It's leave it or not, I'm talking on air And I'm probably drinking tea Shooting the breeze in the hope that you care Who could it be? It's leave it or not, it's just me Hello, Scalievers, non-Scalievers, and soon-to-be Scalievers, and thank you so much for downloading this episode of Matt Skiddington's Scalivers or Not. Warning. Apology. Incoming. Warning. Apology. Incoming. You know, I feel like I owe you guys an apology. Uh, it's been a, quite a while since my last podcast was released, and, you know, I'm not going to bull you with... Me saying, I've just been far too busy, you know, I just cannot find the time. Um, But it's been a little bit of that. It's been some laziness, absolutely. But we have been quite busy with our Kickstarter-funded pilot, Don't Tape Over. I know I've talked about this in the past, and I do keep going on about it. It is something in my life that kind of eats up a lot of my time, and uh, something I'm very excited about. But uh, for the people that have been following it on Twitter or Instagram or people that donate to the Kickstarter, once again, thank you for supporting us. Mmm, what is that smell of freshly baked cakes and cookies? Well, for cookies and cakes to smell that good, surely it must be Mrs. Bakes's Cookies and Cakes. She's a self-taught baker who's been making cakes and cookies for years. She's currently doing hampers, perfect for Valentine's Day. They come in a box with a teddy, an artificial rose, a card, cookies, Valentine's chocolate bark, and a choice of either cupcake or cake pops. Mrs Bates's Cookies and Cakes, Gleegless Sheffield. Go on their website, Mrs Bates's Cookies and Cakes uk. They are delicious. I've had them. Not particularly useful for London-based people, but hey, check out the website anyway. Quote: I'm a sculiver for a potential discount. So who am I talking to today I hear you scream? I'll, I'll tell you. And, you know, you probably know by this point because it's the title of the, the bloody podcast. Anywho, it is actor and writer Ellie White. I met Ellie a few years ago at a read-through for the Vic and Bob's House of Fools. Now, we do talk about this in the podcast, but I wanted to give you a bit of context because after I listened to it back... Uh, I realised that we're talking at one point and I'm not sure it's clear that you know what we're talking about. So Ellie talks about Vic and Bob and basically about her experience on that show. Um, So to give you context now, when she is talking about those two or the show that she was in when she played the girlfriend and that I met her on during the read-throughs, that is Vic and Bob's House of Fools. So there's the context. Ellie is a fantastic performer, uh, as well as being in House of Fools. She's also been in Murdering Successful with Tom Davis. Great show. She talks about that. She's recently played uh, the lead role in a show called The Other One with Rebecca Front. That's a very exciting opportunity for her. Uh, She talks about that. She also talks about a Mr. Bean sketch she was in for Comic Relief, which she loves talking about. She loves to talk about that. Anyway... Let's just get on with it. I'll let you listen. This is Ellie White. I was saying earlier about how furious people get at me for not having a gimmick to this show because it's called Matt Skellington's Believe It or Not. Yeah. And they can't quite get their head around the fact. Yeah,
1: because when you said that it was called that, I Mm -hmm. thought immediately of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Yeah. With the man with the long legs. Um, outside the truck and you
0: thought I went around interviewing freaks uh... i
1: just thought there was going to be some sort of freak show element to it
0: <laughs> yeah well part of it is you know people are so intrigued I don't know, by a lot like what questions
1: like like true or false like i don't know conspiracy theories or something like that along those lines yeah maybe I that's should... why I said yes to doing it otherwise I wouldn't have said yes
0: yeah so it's not only affecting the the guests it's affecting the audience mm-hmm. and uh, you know maybe it's time for a big but I, i'm, I'm gonna double down and not change the name okay that's great.
1: Well, you've made the badge now, so you can't change the name.
0: This is the problem. And I've got 10,000 of them <laughs> badges, so i got a warehouse full of them badges. You spend your
1: entire overdraft on the badges. Oh, and it's way,
0: such a good investment, to be honest. It is. Well,
1: um, it's an investment.
0: The 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 listeners have soared through mm. Mm. Uh, since handing their badges yeah. out. Well, I'm going to please some of the listeners, because I've decided to do a, uh, a gimmick to the show, mm. where I'm going to ask you questions about myself rather than you, even though I'm interviewing you. Interesting. Um, because initially people think well that's self-indulgent to call it, it Matt no. Skellington's it Scaldington or Not yeah. so now I'm going to do uh, a game that revolves around me
1: fantastic but
0: but you're included okay um, so I'm going to ask you well first of all we just need the intro music to this segment which I like to call Matt Skellington's It Scaldington or Not, Not game. game Would you Scalivit or Not the game Would you Scalivit Premise to the game is I'm going to give you some statements, uh, some of which are true and some of which are false about you. Yes, exciting. So some of which uh, you scalive <laughs> and some of which I
1: don't scalive anything. You scleave. I don't. I don't I, I I refuse to scleave. You are the sc- them. <laughs> no scalive is is not rolling off the tongue. Or
0: you not not. Okay. So you've got to say, leave it. Or not. But if you don't Those think it's true, you've got to say, or not. Or not. Okay? Right, I'm just, going to, I'm just going to go for it. I once asked Ricky Gervais to be on this podcast and he replied, grow up and fuck off.
1: I skilieve that you asked him because you're, you're f- fucking forward, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Like, even asking me was a long shot. Yeah. But I don't know if he would have said, grow up and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that part is an or not, but the first part is a Scalive.
0: Interesting answer. I'll give you half a point for that because it's it's, it's entirely or not. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I was once considered for the new voice of the X Factor.
1: Or not, <laughs> and that's immediate. No. I reckon. No, I reckon that is Scalive because you do voices, don't you?
0: I mean, not for money <laughs> but I do and I was yeah. so I'll give you a but point let's
1: hear the voice then well, it's, I, I don't mean, think you can put that in without doing the voice
0: well that's a good point it wasn't going to be exactly the, his voice but it's because I was doing his voice right so what they wanted from me was like his voice but as a darts um, commentator right so a bit more northern
1: let's hear it so the X Factor um, voice <laughs> what's like Frankie Cocosa
0: so much pressure right now because I need to warm up a little bit yeah know. but you can do it's it time. it's time it's time Frankie Cocosa!
1: That's, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, but then Jewish. they wanted...
0: The audition bit I sent in was like... Frankie Cocosa! <laughs> 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 uh, uh, did, did, did not... How close were us. you then? Well, he just came back and did the next series, so... Okay, my family went on Family Fortunes when Les Dennis was presenting it.
1: Yeah, I reckon that's Scalieve. Because you're... I don't know... I think it's, it's
0: true Yeah It's true It's good You're doing well um, I have a twin brother
1: True I mean 50-50 isn't it
0: True What do you mean
1: No 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 I'm, No no That was just a noise That came out of my mouth Oh
0: right <laughs> 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 i to have to push was you like on this It's a pending setting. noise i have to push you on um, this Not
1: do Not Or not
0: Or not is the correct answer uh,
1: Yes Do you oh. have a brother at all
0: I've got two brothers mm,
1: Not twins though
0: no, I used to look like the middle one quite a bit grown up, but he maintained his youth. I've um, got two brothers too. And I didn't. I'm a lot fatter mm. and older looking than he is, and he's mm-hmm. two years older. You've got two brothers.
1: Yeah. What are their names? Hugo and Barney.
0: Ellie, Hugo and Barney. Posh. Well, Barney the dinosaur's not posh, is it? No, like, he's not. Like hey, Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> Don't
1: push it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, my grandfather invented the pink wafer.
1: Those are probably from Yorkshire somewhere, aren't they? But I reckon if he did, he, you'd be a millionaire and met on Maiden Chelsea, because they're all, like, biscuit heirs. But
0: how do you not, not know that I'm, like, really modest? Because and...
1: you live in Bronsbury Park.
0: Oh, oh, come
1: on. Wow. Wow. Or not. It's great, or not. <laughs> Now I'm smashing
0: this And final Final Scalieve it or not I once bought Licorice all sorts For Brian Adams
1: <laughs> So many celebrities I reckon If you were a runner In a post production house That's probably a Scalieve
0: Bang on Nail on the head Thanks for playing Matt's going to The Scalieve it or not game Would you Scalieve it or not The game Would you Scalieve it or not Ellie White Is that your real name? Yeah Brilliant. Because I know Cilla Black was called... Cilla,
1: Cilla White. Cilla White. Not related to her. No
0: relation. No. Mm. I'm not
1: from Liverpool. It's kind
0: of, I give like a good ten minutes. I'm there
1: not from Liverpool. I
0: thought you were going to be related, so... Uh, no, I'm not. All right,
1: we'll just, I just fucking wish I was. Um,
0: skip over that. Huge
1: dynasty. Is that four pages? Not
0: a problem. Um, Ellie... Four si- pages of questions <laughs> about Cilla Black. Yeah. <clears throat> all gone. R.I.P. by the way good luck to her Ellie yeah do you class yourself because you've done a lot when I first started seeing you I saw you in in your sketch based stuff yeah live live yeah live what do you nowadays class yourself as
1: I usually say I'm a sort of actor stroke writer
0: Okay. and then
1: people go oh what do you write and I go comedy and then they go are you a comedian and I'm like oh I guess so and then they're like well why, why are you saying you're an actor then and I'm like I don't know and the, basically I get taken down every time I say
0: That's harsh. Uh,
1: every time I'm asked what profession I am.
0: But how did when did you go, Oh, I fancy doing a bit of that. Hilarious stuff. Were you like at school going I, I'm doing the school play, I'm doing the talent. Yeah,
1: show? Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was in a lot of school shows. I did all the talent shows. In fact, Scylla Black, we won the year seven talent show because we did a sketch about what's it called? Was it was blind day by ah. day I didn't play Scylla, but I played one of the contestants. And we won the talent show with that sketch. Oh, right, okay. And then I...
0: Did you <sighs> Did you help write that sketch? Yeah. 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 So would you say that was your first writing? That was day? probably
1: my first foray into the world of writing. And then we did... Um, and then I did... I, I, I joined my local youth theatre. And it did a lot of comedy acting. In all of the school plays, I was always the the sort of light relief. They never Mm. gave me a serious part, which gave me a lot of issues.
0: (laughs) Okay, right, yeah. Because you thought, oh, I'm the...
1: I had this mad, racist drama teacher who was obsessed with the fact that I was a a really good dancer. I'm not a really good dancer, I just have a lot of freedom.
0: Right, very expressive. I have a lot of freedom when I dance.
1: But she would never let me even audition for the lead parts. She would always give me a sort of mad comic role where I'd come on like a whirling dervish and then leave. So I almost thought, I almost kind Of said to myself, like, oh, well, you can only do comedy, like, you can't do anything else.
0: But at that point, were you trying to get these big roles? Yeah, and you, you
1: desperate for them. Oh, okay. I was desperate, I was desperate, and I still am. Right, I'm desperate
0: to do serious
1: stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, yeah, I was moving into kind of other worlds there. Um, no, but I was, I, 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 then it became a sort of issue in my head that I was, like, I can't actually do serious stuff, I can only do comedy. And right. then when I went to university, I didn't. I didn't really audition for for the plays. What were you doing at uni? History of art. Oh okay. I wanted to go to art school, but I didn't. Um, I didn't try.
0: Right. <laughs> I like the honesty there. Just the I slight moment. I didn't try. Of... So
1: I was like, I'll do. Oh, fuck it, I'll just do. I'll just do an academic subject, and then I can do drama on the side. Yeah. And so I went to Bristol, and I met at Bristol, Jamie Dimitriou, mm. who also does. Comedy now. Matt yeah. Ewins, he does comedy. Charlotte Ritchie, he does it. A guy called Oscar Jenkins Jones. Um, a guy called Joe Hampson, he's a comedy writer, and we all did a sketch show together
0: at the university. Yeah,
1: and then we took it to Edinburgh, and it's, and and then I was like, goodbye, life, hello, future.
0: Right, <laughs> and that's where you went. Right, I'm going to do this. <laughs> well, I
1: didn't really think that it would turn into anything. Genuinely, like after I left Bristol, I just kind of was like, oh, I'll just do other jobs and then just do this on the side, and then it kind of. Um, evolved from there,
0: because there's always been that kind of. I've always seen like that gang of you guys with the Dimitris and yeah, um, and Co. And you worked together. You did People Time, right? Yeah, on the the BBC, yeah. which I thought was really good. Thank you. Um, I leant into the mic when I said that, and I mean. You should have got a series off the back of that, in my opinion.
1: Well, that's very kind of you, thank
0: but, you. I don't know, I thought it was good. Thanks. Um, but you kind of, I often see you guys popping up with each other.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you? Is it a, a case of kind of helping each other out, or are you all part of the same...
1: No, we just all met. We met when we were... At, we met in Edinburgh, when we were all sort of starting out. And I think we just... In fact, a, a very, very um, close friend to all of us, and good... Comedy producer Charlie Perkins mm. Kind of put uh, Decided that she wanted To make a radio pilot When we were at when, when she was working At BBC And asked us all To be Involved in it So that was the first time We all worked together We'd gig We'd all gigged together And we used to We used to do gigs At a place called The Invisible Dot Which some people Some people were like Oh it's fucking cliquey and it's full of Cambridge graduates And mm. some people were like It's really avant-garde And great And in my head It was just A really nice place so, and, and good, you know... And lots of good people. A good gang and your Tim So Kings. I don't want to... Look, I don't want to put any sort of political... Agenda? Agenda to that place. I just think... I only have happy memories of it. And there, I said it.
0: <laughs> no, I... I and there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't have... So Charlie... Either.
1: Charlie had worked at the Invisible Dot and then she, she... She 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 went to work at the BBC and decided she wanted to make a radio pilot with us. Which never went anywhere because... Um, I don't know various reasons they said it was just too mad mm. and then weirdly they said do you want to make a do you want to make a comedy feed pilot and then we know people time yeah and that's 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 basically how that, that that happened and
0: you i mean you're it seemed you're still pals as mm. you've gone on through you did the uh year friends yeah which was um Hit miss. ambitious <laughs> no <laughs>
1: I wasn't going to say I
0: I mean, the concept was ambitious, but I thought, actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought you guys were were rate good.
1: Thank you. Rate. R eight. Rate
0: rate good together. Do you love Mm. still working together? No. Brilliant. That's the answer I want.
1: (laughs) I don't speak to many of them anymore, and that's the truth.
0: Is that true? No, obviously not. I was going to say, I was also just... I thought I'd got an, an absolute expose that I was like, finally, some gal. But gab. now the front,
1: front page of the Sun. A lot of pe- a lot of the six people that watch your friends will want to know that. It had a good, it's on.
0: <laughs> it's on IMDb as well now.
1: That's true. And who does that? Who, who updates IMDb? Because I've not, got about four different pages.
0: It's probably you or Jamie.
1: I don't. I don't know how to do it. I would if I did.
0: I mean, I suppose it's with us, uh, Seldom Differ. Mm. You know, we'll work together on stuff like whether it's writing or doing like commercials, we yeah. we kind of sell ourselves as a package.
1: I see. We don't sell ourselves no, as a package. No, because
0: you guys have all got individual yeah. stuff yeah. going on. But then you tune in three years ago, uh, Comic Relief, Mr. Bean, and I'm seeing. <laughs>
1: Did you find that on TV?
0: Liam, Liam William Williamson, yeah. um, Jamie Dimitri, yeah. you, yeah. and. Um, Al. Al, yeah, yeah, Al is in that as well. Yeah. And so is that. I
1: think it's just like. I, you know, I think a producer it. just asked us all to be in it, and we were like, really?
0: <clears throat> yeah. How was?
1: some baby, yes please. Yeah, I mean, I
0: know it wasn't like massive roles for all role or anything like that, but
1: it was still quite cool it, to have like on your IMDb page, Mr. Bean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I want to say. Must how was it just to be in a room with Mr. Bean, who is world wide. was very wide. In character.
1: I had I had no communication with <laughs>
0: him. What throughout the whole. Day. Did you see him in did he have like rehearsals or anything?
1: I was just sat literally have you seen the sketch? Yeah. I'm literally just sat next to him like that.
0: Yeah, no, but you've been it's a full day you would have probably been out, But right? he
1: was he was in his own he was in, No. We were all just sat at the back of the church having a laugh and he was separate. Not saying that he's he's he was very nice.
0: Okay, here's what I'm asking. When yeah. the, when, the, when the camera stopped rolling, yeah. did does he stay as Mr. Bean? No.
1: He can. 100% no. And I can reveal that to the world right now. I imagine He's not it. in character all day. He's not doing a Jim Carrey. Okay. Andy Kaufman.
0: I'm just jealous. Christian Bale. It's a good one. Um, but you do you do your own shit.
1: Yeah, I do. And I do a lot of stuff with a Natasha Dimitriou. Yes. We're uh, sort of going to double that like together, but we've never named it. Excellent. Yeah, she's uh, stunning. Stunning piece of ass.
0: And funny as yeah. the F word, Yeah. if you don't mind me saying. Yeah. Actually, she was in one of our sketches yeah she was which the tinder one the tinder one
1: I remember it's really weird because I've only just joined tinder and I can't take it seriously because it's so fucking ridiculous so I've I just started writing like really bad and I feel mean but messages messages to people
0: have you got some examples
1: this guy said happy new year I mean, this was awful anyway, but Happy New Year, smiley, winky face. Mm-hmm. New Year's resolutions, one naughty, one nice.
0: Ooh. And that immediately... Oh, that was a question.
1: That was a question. And that, that, made, me, that made me gag. Yeah, that's pretty... So I said, get the sex change I always wanted and then paint my willy red.
0: Ah. And he
1: unmatched me within <laughs> seconds. And then that is, I got. That is a basic got, bro, right? there. Yeah. And then I got matched with. The, well, I saw this guy, and then I was like, "Damn, I'm I'm matching with him because I'm gonna have some fun
0: mm-hmm. with
1: this guy in the kind of fun as in like winding up way. Yeah. Um, but also maybe a cheeky little bit of fun once you hear what he says in his bio. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to go. Did here. Did you swipe? I swipe because I was like, I need, to, I need, I need to like see what the fuck is going through this right. man's brain. Okay. Okay. This is quite. This is quite x rated. Thirty-four dan- ballet dancer, at a Royal. Op- actually, I can't say this, can I? Yeah,
0: you're not giving his full name. Well, Blankout is his first name as well.
1: All right, okay. And the picture is him topless, but like pantless what, as well. What's his bod like? It's like that. Okay, it's, it's like actually... sculpted, but it's, but it's, oh, like, on, it's hold disgusting. on, hold let, let, let
0: me just look at that again for, for the for the listeners.
1: <laughs>
0: he's got. He looks like he's in a shower at home, yeah. and he's he's kind of twisted his body. Yeah, so uh, it
1: looks like a kind of Greek.
0: Yeah. statue he's showing he's showing yeah. just, just from above it's the pub- almost
1: certainly not him pubis so this is his bio this yeah. is his bio okay. bearing in mind like from what I've seen of Tinder like most people are just like like a beer or like drink or yeah. whatever I mean you, you can have I've got cheeky little funny bio but sure. doesn't attract anyone what's his bio Okay, I want to spread your legs get on my knees and lick your pussy believe me like no one ever before teasing your body slowly and precisely under your screaming point doesn't make any sense I want it because I love it I'm real I'm healthy no hidden extras, no fake intentions you see what you get you can have a lot of pleasure while you're waiting for your prince and shining shine armour happy with that? Swipe right. If you have no desire to talk in me or you think I'm way too straightforward, please
0: swipe left. Wow, so he's giving you... It's like one of them books where you go, yeah. go to page So whichever. basically,
1: I'm reading that and I'm wet. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sodden. Uh, gagging, gagging. Sorry. So I swiped
1: and I got a match with him. Of course I did. Oh, sweet. And then um, I just proceeded to, like, ask him and probe him, like... So do you really want? Do you really want to lick my pussy? Blah blah blah. Yeah. And he was so boring, and all his answers were like yes, no, please, but like nothing explicit. And then he unmatched me and deleted me
0: because you were, you were too saucy for that. Yeah. Have you I tried a, any, any of the other that. ones? The. Um...
1: No, I'm not going anywhere near. Ellie. Yeah, Matthew.
0: <laughs> Skaliv. The natural flow into this is is unbelievable. Um. We met once. I don't think it's the first time we met, but we were doing read-throughs for House of Fools.
1: That is where we first met. Ah, yeah. I met. I definitely met you. It, it was the first series, and I, I literally, it was, it was the most strange coincidence, not strange coincidence, strange occurrence that I was there because I literally did it because I was in the BBC that day by coincidence.
0: What? Who came up to see you then?
1: The, the assistant producer Molly. Yeah. Was like, we need someone to do the read through they're doing it downstairs in like an hour do you want to do it? and I was like yes of course yeah yeah but they'd already cast it but I was just filling in for the people that couldn't make the read through right and then I came down and all you guys were there and then I just filled in for like a number of parts
0: and then and then it was this
1: weird thing because the actress who was supposed to be doing it who did end up doing it um she didn't arrive till really late so I had to do all of the rehearsals And then they were like, if she doesn't ever arrive, you will have to play this part. And I was like, it's supposed to be like a 50-year-old woman. It's Eric's mum.
0: But you were reading for The Girlfriend. No, that
1: wasn't until the second series.
0: Ah, so you met on the first... We met on the first series
1: and then they wrote The Girlfriend and they invited me to come and do the read-through. And then they were like, do you want the part? And I was like, yeah, yes, please.
0: That must have been, I mean... I was just happy to be doing the read tours as well. I was just... I would have been...
1: I would have walked away from that and gone, what a wonderful experience. Oh, my God, great. And then they offered me the part and I was like, what the hell is going on? It was was really exciting because it was like... It was my first TV job. I'd done kind of like bits and pieces in stuff, but like kind of online things Mm. and stuff, nothing like that was going to go on telly. And... It was just so exciting, and also to be working with such amazing people. And I'd just done my Edinburgh show, my first Edinburgh show, so it was quite like, "Oh my god, is this what? Is this how it works? Do so an <laughs> Edinburgh show, and then you get cast in a TV show with Nick and Bob." And I've since since realised that no, it's not like that. that isn't how it works.
0: Were you terrified? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I had to take like I had to take like sleeping pills and stuff because i was so anxious.
0: Oh God! What because uh, was it a combination of? Because when I've ever worked with them guys, mm. uh, and it's like brief little bits, but it's more of being like these guys are actual heroes for yeah. mine, And if I disappoint them, yeah. I'm gonna be what, yeah. gutted. Yeah, hundred percent. That and you're in front of a. Like did you do? Yeah. Did you do? Have you experienced that kind of?
1: It was like layers of anxiety. It was like right. it was like okay, this is the first time I've been on camera. How am I gonna look? That's quite scary. And I'm in a fucking. Like uh, the most unflattering outfit and wig I could ever be in in history. So I've just got to let go of like vanity. Number two, you've got to be funny in a room full of the funniest people in the country and everyone's improvising and everyone's like bouncing off each other and you're just like, Jesus Christ. And then like Bob throws in such mad curveballs. Like Mm. he'll just be like, Yeah, right. Like that scene didn't really work yesterday. So do you you want to go on stage and just do like a new one? And you'd be like, Hi Andrew Herewatch. Hang, Hang on. Ellie. <laughs> or he'll be like two like a, an hour before going on stage be like, Ellen, remember that song that you wrote in your Edinburgh show? Do you want to just put that in the show? And you'll be like, huh? It's racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 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 just put it in. Stuff like that that just no one else would do. Or, or like Vic coming up to you and being like, Do you know what? would make this seem funnier if your legs started rising in the air and you're like <laughs> okay yeah and like 70% of your brain is like I don't know if I can get away with lifting my, air, my leg and like Vic can get away with it because he's yeah. Vic but can I get away with lifting my leg in the air and then it's like I do it because I don't want to not do it And but while I'm doing it I'm like this is the stupidest thing I've ever done mm. but I think it's because people are such like avid Vic and Bob fans they just sort of are like oh, yeah the mad the better
0: just go with the flow yeah and after that was it? Did you see an increase of TV work? Yeah, or like, it was just like
1: a bash, bash,
0: bash, bash. TV, was
1: it TV, And now I'm fucking
0: Look, living did, in a shithole. What no, I, mean, well, I mean though, there must, there must have been. So you had, you had an agent at the time, right? Yeah. Was there, as they'd say, calls coming through? Uh, no, i <laughs> not, not from that. Not from that. There was not. not I think, like, I
1: think actually, people time was was a big turning point. Okay. I think it was a bigger turning point because I think it's 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 kind of showcased more, like, uh, oh, she can do multiple things rather mm. than one weird, like, Swedish girl with a wig, which is very stylized and specific.
0: Yeah, I suppose it's such a Vic and Bob type yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, people time was... I I, I noticed after that getting much, much more work. But... Um, and also I think people were like, oh, she can write as well. Mm. And she... I mean, Vic and Bob was, like, a really amazing uh, platform in so many ways. And also, like, just they're so respected that I think people mm. are like, oh, you worked with Vic and Bob, great. In fact, I remember going into audition for Upstart Crow, the Bob Ben Elton thing. Yeah, yeah. And he was, like, reading my spotlight page, and he was like, oh, you've worked with Vic and Bob, so you must be funny. And then I, like, really let him down and obviously didn't get the part. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, well, it, it helps. It, it's, and I I appreciate it so much, and... I haven't really seen either of them properly since we filmed it, but it was like, I, I I like think about it a lot and I just think, wow, what a great like starting point. I suppose
0: it was good for you. Baptism co- of fire though. Baptism of fire. Really?
1: Scary. Scary things, studio sitcoms, scary working with but,
0: this. But didn't that, because it can't get much more terrifying. Yeah, anymore. I
1: think I think that's what, that's what was good about it because it was mm. like, I still to this day think that was my scariest job. Okay. And I've done some fucking scary things.
0: But it's always interesting <laughs> to hear though, because you see the you see on telly if you're watching it and you go oh she's playing a part you know she must be an actress she must be confident she must yeah it's amazing to to actually go no and I I, I know it's it's that terrible anxiety and the fear yeah. that, that people I suppose don't see and and yeah. hopefully doesn't come across on yeah, screen yeah, yeah, because yeah, otherwise yeah. you're not doing your job properly yeah exactly but then you come out and go <sighs> murdering is successful yeah I. Really, don't really like... like. <laughs> no, no, I really like learning successful. I, I, think, I think it's good. I think it's a great concept. It. Yeah. And I think it's really funny and yeah. I think... Um, yeah, I think it's very funny. Okay. I thought you were very good in it. Thank you. Um, what was that like filming? Because it's... Is it quite an odd...
1: That's... That, situation. The, the, the first series with Chris Kamara I think was the funniest and best Chris day of Mar- filming I've ever had. Yeah. It was just... I was crying with laughter. Tom Davis is one of the funniest people in the world. Big T. Big T. Because he just, number one, basically you go in for like a day's rehearsal and you have kind of beats. So you have sort of lines, but you have no idea what's going to happen on the day. Tom will not even stick to the beats. So you have no idea where he's going to go. And he just makes me laugh. Like he just makes me how yeah yeah and then Chris Kamara was like the perfect person in that show because he was kind he of was... trying to show off but he was like <laughs> such a tit but he was like so sweet that it was just he was just perfect and he was like feeding to, like it, he was the perfect person to play
0: I was crying with laughter at Chris Kamara but Clara. I also
1: think like when you see people laughing mm. it makes you laugh more
0: I can't remember if you yeah because they, they keep in they just keep it going they keep, don't they and all they the keep it going, in. yeah yeah he did really in...
1: I was, they cut out the majority of my laughing, but like they film it for about 40 minutes and then it's like a two minute scene.
0: Would yeah. you, are they, would you go back do another one?
1: I did the next series, I played Bjork, you clearly haven't seen that. I've not seen that one I'm afraid. It's no. not as, it's not as famous. Oh no. <laughs> um, it wasn't as good. Look, it wasn't as good. I'll hold my who, hand who, up and say it? that. Richard Osman. Oh, Okay. It wasn't like the setup wasn't as like an interrogation is just such a good thing. Yeah. But I was like the beginning of the story, and I was setting up, and I had to die. So it's much more like.
0: I think I mean I've not seen the episode, but one of the problems could be that Richard Osmond is actually quite a funny bloke, isn't he?
1: He is really funny, and he got it straight away. So yeah. he just isn't as easy to take the piss out of.
0: Whereas Chris Kamara is yeah. just. Nuts, even, yeah. even well, in his, he, his professional
1: he's, job. He's, a, he's, he's the spokesperson for Ladbrooks, which we all know is a very, very beneficial part of
0: society. Well, you've probably 100% <laughs> saw my status the other day that was you can't spell Ladbrooks without broke lads.
1: That's so true.
0: So, okay. If you do bump into it, have you got Kamara's number? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, you can chat to him. Listen, <laughs> Ellie! I, 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 sorry, I'm. I, 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 so, um, Ellie, you've worked, uh with Rebecca Front in. Yeah, uh, Rebecca Front? <laughs> Rebecca Front. Rebecca Front in. As we say in the South. The other one. Mm. Um, I think Rebecca Front is, is amazing. excellent. Yeah. And part of, uh, you know, the uh, uh, on the hour crew mm-hmm. and all of that unit. Was that for you, like, oh shit, Rebecca Front? Yeah. How did you.
1: 100%. She's. Just been a hero for such a long time. She's on my list of heroes. Oh God. And I do have a list.
0: Yeah, we'll get it out in a bit. Yeah. And uh, the list.
1: So you're on the, you're at the top of the list. Stop, honestly. Yeah. Jesus. This leave it or not, it's the top of my. Come on. On my list. A tick. Um <laughs> But she is. She is because she's just been in number one. She's been in all the best stuff. Number two, she's just absolutely. Hilarious, So talented. And also stunningly lovely woman.
0: Yeah. Lovely so were woman. you bobbing your sen, as we say in Sheffield, aka cacking yourself?
1: I was to, cacking to myself be... because I was scared about being a lead in something, number one. And then I was cacking my sen because, bobbing my sen, because I was working with three... Of three top top ladies Mm. who you just desperately want to impress, and but you can't really think about that. What I've learned is, what I've learnt is you just have to. There's nothing you can do about that, and you just have to just be yourself.
0: What was the off? off, Sorry, you said. Thank you. What was your off-screen bants like?
1: Fucking hot.
0: Shit hot. Yeah. Shit hot. Is she game for a laugh as well?
1: Oh, she's game. Yeah, yeah, we're staying in a little hotel in Manchester. And sure. let's just say there were one or two drinks Ooh. after rap.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Um, I, and I finger... mean
1: one because I had to get an early train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the vino doth flew. Not
1: into my glass.
0: Lovely bottle of shard, don't I? <laughs> um, no, good, good. Do you, do you like in your downtime and stuff do you just write shit still you know with... yeah
1: yeah i'm always writing i was fucking oiling these cogs tash and i gig yeah not not all the time but we we we've got a gig on the 28th of january at backyard comedy club and we write together sitcom ideas that kind of thing that absolutely no one has any interest in oh
0: come on now and
1: that's the name of the game and the game is life <laughs>
0: Did you do alt in uh, alt. Edinburgh this year?
1: No. Nope. Uh, Too much don't, even, don't take me back to that shithole ever again. Never going to go? No, that's, that's... No, I love Edinburgh. I owe a lot to Edinburgh. But it's stressful and I hate it. Yeah. And I can see why people go back and do it and love doing it. Number one, I've never enjoyed doing it. I mm. just don't enjoy it.
0: Is that because of the every single day I think it's just
1: people turn into monsters there Mm. and I don't want to be told in the street that someone's read my two star review and I'm sorry about that two star review by the way how many people did you have on your show today Um, like what were the audience like all of that kind of stuff Mm. I have never got a two star review by the way
0: chasing stars
1: (laughs) it's all it's just so there's a lot of pressure a lot of competition and I don't Massively love doing live comedy because I get really nervous mm. and it's just relentless with that. It's like do your show every day for people that don't fucking care at the end of the day.
0: Do you think you'd be naturally stressed in any other job that you would have done yeah. if it wasn't? I'm for... stressed in every job I do. You think it's like a physical build yeah. up of it? I your... used
1: to I used to be a cocktail waitress, my hand used to shake when I was delivering glasses. Really? Yeah. It's, it's clearly an issue I need to work on.
0: <laughs> but this is the, I, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people, um, what would you, what would you?
1: I think it, I would go back to, Ed, Tash and I did, Ed, I did my solo show in Edinburgh, which in hindsight was great. Like I had lovely audiences. I actually made money because I was doing the free fringe. Like it oh, was yeah. a really good experience, but I still like, there was, it was like this dread. It was like a kind of, and then when I came to do it in London, I really enjoyed it. So it's like, I don't know, it's this feeling of it's strange. Mm. It's, it's but Tash and I did it together and we did like a work in progress show. So we sort of took ourselves out of like the nominations and the reviews and we had so much fun. And I feel like that's what Edinburgh should be like. I, I feel like all this awards and yeah. <clears throat> people going like how many stars did Brian Logan give you though? Is just turns everyone into turns it into this thing that like comedy shouldn't be should just be fun and people putting on funny silly shows all the competitive nature of it Mm. means that it's less about going to see comedy shows and it's more about like okay who's i don't know what i'm saying basically i the shows i always have the most fun in are the ones that i'm least expecting like, just walking into little venues and finding someone's mad show that they're doing mm. on their own.
0: Well, I did exactly that <coughs> and saw Oyster Eyes. Yeah, exactly. For the first time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, these, yeah. these guys are amazing. And the,
1: that's, like, still to this day probably the funniest show I've ever seen. Mm. And, like, obviously people are doing pe- people are doing amazing shows in the Pleasance and the Underbelly and stuff like that. And, like, so funny and great. But they've probably just got more... Um, they're probably just more resilient than I am. I'm just probably really weak.
0: No, but I think people will be feeling the the devastation inside their heart. But some people. It also have...
1: fucking bankrupts you.
0: Yeah. How many of you have you done? You've been up twice.
1: Uh, three times, but I've always on the free fringe, and mm. it's ne- and I've never had any like PR. Like I had a producer the second time, but Tash and I didn't have a producer. We just did it, and we didn't lose any money. We were just like crap.
0: That's quite because you must go expecting a loss.
1: Yeah, but that's terrible. <laughs>
0: But people don't do it for the money. They are people go know, to lose people, money.
1: Yeah, but you, people are losing, like, ten grand.
0: Yeah, I don't... It hardly seems worth it, worth yeah. it? If you come back with nothing, it's like...
1: Anyway, like, I, I feel like I'm going to come across really badly in this section because I think Edinburgh is amazing for so
0: many people and, like, lots of people love it. I just don't like it. I know. I think a lot of people find it very stressful. Yeah. And a lot of people I've spoken to are just like, oh, God. But then it's. I think it's, like, child birth where yeah. you you're so traumatized by it, your brain forgets and then you go back to i think that's
1: more. really true and actually even this year i was like i should probably go back and do another show and then i remembered that i fucking hate the sheer hole
0: so to round off mm. once a month you do a show at the the moth club
1: yeah and i don't think the next one is until march but we have a gig
0: what are we are January. January. <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't
1: know. What it is. I think I can't remember the actual date, but look it up. I can get on Google, look it up.
0: Get that off. Cardinal um, Burns
1: Moth Club, baby. Can Be you, there.
0: Can you plug this podcast as well? You on this podcast?
1: And I'm on The Skillers, I believe it or not. <laughs> right now
0: Tash got Adam Buxton 2018
1: <laughs> and look who, yeah see who's doing better Tash got Adam Buxton and I got Skillers
0: I mean I take it as a compliment um, <laughs> the Adam
1: Buxton of podcasts
0: thank you so much for being on the show
1: thank you for having me
0: it's been lovely talking to you it's been stunning goodbye goodbye I, I tend to like to have the last word
1: I won't let you have it. <laughs>
0: Ellie White there who would appear has some serious tinder game so uh, let me know if you come across her on tinder. Thank you Ellie, thank you for your time and good luck with all future endeavours. Well I hope you enjoyed that, uh, let me know what you think of the Skalieve or Not game, whether it really is bad. Thanks again for downloading the podcast and supporting and believing, Skalieve should I say, really is appreciated. I have got some Scalieve it or not badgers left, there's still a few left but if you want one let me know because they are flying off the shelves, not on shelves, they're in a bag on the floor but they're flying out of that bag so let me know if you want one. If you haven't already followed Selben Differ on Facebook then please do. We've just released a new episode of our mini online sitcom, Behind the Curtains. But you would have known that if you were following Selvam Differ on Facebook. You'd have been notified. So it's worth doing. Please do. And obviously on all my other sociables. But I'll sum that up in a jingle very, very shortly. Rate and review this podcast if you can. You know, if you want to give the five-star rating. I ain't going to stop you. So give it a bash. And a big thank you to my producer, Ryan Howes, as always. Thank you for listening to me, and please never, ever forget. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a Scaliver. Bye-bye. Follow me on Twitter, at Matt Scalington. Follow my comedy group too, at Seldom Differ Comedy. And you can get me on Instagram, baby. Scally, leave it or not, I've just talked on air, and I probably drunk my tea. I chattered the breeze and I hope that you cared. Who could it have been? Scally, leave it or not, it was just me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night.